Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. On TikTok, slang lives and dies at lightning speed. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. The race to coin new words and phrases is on, on TikTok. And the attempts run the gamut. There's first-time cool syndrome. When someone is first-time cool, that means that they have entered a social setting in which the playing field is level, okay? There's the weekend effect, that disappointed feeling you get after wasting a weekend doing not a whole lot. There's this one. Does anyone else just love a dinner and couch, friend? Like you just have dinner and then you sit on the couch. Keeping track can feel like a wild goose chase, to use an expression credited to William Shakespeare, who introduced countless words and phrases to the English language. But unlike the bards, TikTok slang doesn't seem to have much staying power. Rebecca Jennings, senior correspondent for Vox, has been reporting on this trend bait, as she calls it, terms invented by content creators who seem like they're trying a little too hard. She explained what's driving it all. It's sort of like indirect opposition to slang, which is sort of this uh, word or term that spreads organically within particular groups and then, depending on what it is, is co-opted or appropriated by the mainstream. Um, these are sort of a top-down thing where it's like one person really, really wants it to go viral. It's almost like a marketing term. And usually, it, like historically, when, when people coin terms that spread, it's usually the province of like journalists or screenwriters, right? It's like Shakespeare coined a lot of terms and um, friend zone comes from friends, I believe. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. which, and, and that's the way things used to work. But now in this era of social media, when we all kind of have to think like publishing companies or media companies, there's so much competition. And a lot of the time, people are, are are hoping that these terms will go viral, not necessarily for monetary reasons, but, but so that they can say that they did it or that they can be seen as this authority or as someone who has the power to make something go viral, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. We recently had um, a former journalist, now venture capitalist, named Christina Farr on our show. And we had a very funny conversation about B2B marketing. That's like businesses 
catering to other businesses and how the language that they use is like almost inscrutable sometimes. And I, I'm sort of like thinking like, where does this all lead this trend bait? Like, does it get to that point eventually where it just doesn't mean anything anymore? Or it sounds like an AI wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. And like that kind of jargon, it's like, I, I suppose it's useful if this is your literal job. Like if you are only talking to people that work in that field. And when you talk about like, circling back and, you know, a thousand foot views and like just like office culture <laughs> jargon that I hate. I, I, that does have some kind of utility. Whereas this is sort of like trying to make something happen just to say that they did. And I, and I think that's part of why it's so annoying to people. A lot of these words, um, predictably don't go anywhere. They, they end up in the sort of attention economy landfill. And so where we're at now is just like, Every week there's a new term or a new aesthetic or something that goes viral on TikTok and it's only useful insofar as it can get more people attention because if they if they make a response video or a stitch or duet um, on TikTok, that can help them grow their audiences. But as soon as it's no longer viral, it's just tossed aside. So there's really very little value to most of these. Well, let's circle back, if you will, uh, to TikTok. Is <laughs> How how unique is this trend bait phenomenon to TikTok itself as a social media platform? I think this stuff de- like has always happened on any social platform, but I think that the difference about TikTok is that it is the its ability to speed up the trend cycle more so than any other platform we've ever seen. Very few people go super viral on Instagram, and even if they do, it doesn't really spread to every corner of the app. Whereas on TikTok, if something goes super duper viral and like it can be seen by millions and millions of people literally overnight. And those things happen much slower on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. TikTok literally is like just a pumping machine full of viral videos um, that are really, really big for a couple of days. And then they kind of are erased from the cultural memory. And that's why so much of culture now feels really sped up because of TikTok's influence. We'll be right back. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Dramali. We're back with Rebecca Jennings at Vox. So I um, am still, even in the Elon Musk era, stuck hanging out on Twitter. And (laughs) I wonder if you can draw the comparison to TikTok for me, because there are, and this has been the case for a really long time. You see subspaces where people from a shared culture or ethnicity, they have their own jokes, they have their own memes. Um, I'm thinking Black Twitter, that's a great example of this, that make viral content. Is there a similar space on TikTok or does it not really work in that same way? Oh yeah, 100%. There are totally like filter bubbles on TikTok for sure because the algorithm is, as as everybody knows, like it's it's personalized pretty much to whoever is viewing it. And so something could be really going viral on your corner of TikTok and then I won't see it. Um, There's obviously some videos will get so viral that everyone sees them, but, you know, that's for really, really big stuff. But but it's, it's all just part of this sort of constant churn of new stuff. And I think the the reason why so many things get so big on TikTok is because A, like more people are using TikTok than Twitter, but also because like you're seeing someone's face. It's almost like you're FaceTiming with a friend. And so you really come to like have these parasocial relationships with someone and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I do feel like that. 
Can you tell I'm over 40 and not really on TikTok yet? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, stay off. It's probably for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please translate this for me. In fact, I wouldn't mind if you translated a couple of things for me. Okay, let's start with girl dinner and on fleek or, you know, you pick your favorites. What are some terms that we're seeing on this on TikTok? Well, I I think girl dinner is a really funny example because girl dinner started as a joke. You know, this this creator was just sort of like, you know, like sometimes when my boyfriend's out of the house and I'll just like put together a plate of whatever's in the fridge and I call it girl dinner. This is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. And then from there, it just completely took off. And I think, you know, it was part of this wave of stuff that was happening last year that was really feeding into this discourse of what girlhood and what womanhood was. And so it sort of played into that unintentionally. And then what happened after Girl Dinner went viral, though, is that all these other girls were trying to make, like, Girl X go viral. So there was girl math, girl hobby. And that started all this other wave of discourse about like the gender essentialist nature of that. And and meanwhile, this poor girl dinner girl was just like, I was just making a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but yeah, that's that's a big one. And a similar instance happened when um, last year there was this term that went viral called quiet luxury. And it was sort of this aesthetic of like wearing neutral colored basics in in an um, attempt to look well. And then as a joke, this comedian was like, okay, I'm going to start this new trend called loud budgeting. And I'm just going to make it very obvious that I am broke and everyone will know. And after that, you saw all these like TikTok creators who were either like financial experts or just like wannabe lifestyle influencers being like, okay, so this year we're into loud budgeting. And here's like, here's our, here are five tips to loud budget. And I was like, this is not a real thing that anyone is doing. (laughs) So it's just, it's fascinating how language works there um, and how thirsty everyone is to get some attention. That was Rebecca Jennings at Vox. We've linked to Rebecca's article. It's called Against Trendbait, and it's on our website, marketplacetech.org, as well as her thoughts on the incredible speed at which internet trends seem to live and die these days. Take Oxford's 2022 word of the year, goblin mode, when you just decide to be lazy or self-indulgent. Good example of a once popular phrase that you rarely hear anymore. We've also posted a link from the New York Times on TikTok creators coming up with substitutes for words that could get flagged as violating content moderation rules and cause the algorithm to delay posts. This new lexicon, yeah, there's a word for it. It is called AlgoSpeak. Daniel Shin produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.